So I thought, you know what, everyone's down there except for us two. I'm going to try and take him out. <laughs> so I jumped in the air, like I've run at him with my elbow out, <laughs> smashed him in the solar plexus area. And, uh, and I thought, you know, that he's going to fall and that's going to be the end of him, you know, like, and instead he started growling. He's like, and then he started chasing me. And so the game's going on and I've got Moo chasing me down one end and then chasing me back up the other end. And we, we, we were separate to the, to the game that was going on, you know, like, and I thought, I do, not, I do not want him to catch me. You know, like. Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favourite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. Okay, we are back in the building, bitches. I feel like I don't even know how to do this anymore. I know, we're a bit out of practice. I hope that the last two weeks hasn't been too torturous for you all missing our (laughs) us in your ears. (laughs) We have a very exciting guest this week. Guys, we hope that you're as excited as we are. This is our, you know, when you like start a podcast and everyone has their dream guests, their list of the dream guests, this was our number one. All right, he's Drum both roll. of our heroes and idols. <laughs> <laughs> he just put the finger up. He's very uncomfortable. <laughs> We've got our dad on the podcast. Brad Hello. Dalton, Brad Dalton in. in the building. I feel like I'm getting really nervous. I'm going red. No, <laughs> I feel like I mean, I've never done this. He before. is the biggest guest, literally the biggest guest that we've Large, ever had. Largest, largest, yeah. Largest, yeah. Coming in at two hundred and. No, <laughs> two hundred centimeters. Oh, two hundred three. Two hundred three centimeters. Gonna <laughs> start like calling out his weight. Yeah. Well, you we were talking large. No. So we've been wanting to have you on the podcast since we started this, Dad. I think before we even started it, we were talking about how we have to have you on. We've have been the most keen to have him on here and he doesn't even listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else I is know. like, can I come on? I know. It's like a I Brad Dalton stand account. Yeah. He always says he doesn't have time, but you have time for your other things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to have so much fun. Now, what are we drinking today, guys? Well, we're on holiday. So we're drinking some champers. We've got Bollinger bubbling next to us. Bubbling? <laughs> Just bubbling. <laughs> Cheers. And Dad, what are you drinking? Purple tea. Yeah. Purple tea, not green tea. No, he said herbal tea. Oh. <laughs> herbal tea. Yeah, oh Dad does God. a drink, so he's got the herbal tea. Yeah, it was very convenient for us growing up with a dad that didn't drink. So no matter what happened, he was always sober enough to come and pick us up and rescue us. Mm, so it actually Lauren called really well. in a few times. Uh, Rich, you did as well. Not as many times. Maybe not as many times. But. Okay, so we start every episode with... Oh yeah, the questions yeah. that all of our guests have to answer. Okay, so Dad, our first question that we ask everyone that comes on the podcast is, if you were a cocktail or an alcoholic drink, what would you be and why? Hmm. I was a bit partial to the Cooper Stout at the end, but uh, I think... Long I think red Cooper wine. Red, red a nice wine. bottle of red wine, you know. Yeah. Sort of 
gets better with age. Oh, I love it. That is such a good answer. It does well get better with age. Well done. Yeah. Aging like a fine wine. I've been so pleasantly surprised with everyone's answers for that. I know. Like, it's I feel good. like everyone's nailed it. Yeah. Especially Dad. Dad, that was uh, good. No, I used to love my red wine. Yeah. Mm, you yeah. still do. You just buy it for us instead of drinking it yourself. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, yeah, you're a bit of a wine expert. connoisseur. A connoisseur, if you will. Your dad, our pop, was really into his red wine yeah, too. Yeah, he taught me a lot about wine. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What's I your favourite kind of red? About wine. Uh, the Shiraz, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Shiraz gal. Mum was a Shiraz gal too. I think that's why. I'm pretty sure Shiraz is something that you get to later in life. I was you start say, on like Pinot. Shiraz it's a bit is richer, right? It's yeah. But I think bold. because mum drank that when I was growing up, it was the one that I always like tried. Mm. And so I started on Shiraz. Those, that Pinot is just You not are me. just so hardcore, Chloe, <laughs> going straight for the Shiraz. Yeah. Okay, next question that we always ask our guests is. What is your favourite memory with either both of us together or each of us individually? And because Jade used to be on this as well and you're also her father, you can chuck one in there for her. Well, we used to have that thing that the three musketeers, Mm. at first it was Lauren and Jade and me and we used to go off on adventures, try and find cool parks to visit and ice cream shops and horses in fields and stuff. (laughs) And with Jade, (laughs) did I think? Oh, that was me. And then Lauren's kind of graduated and then it was me jade and chloe would go they were the real three musketeers oh i love this guys just leaving me out (laughs) so then yeah so that was a but but if i had to pick something individually i think um when we went to america with the sydney kings and lauren was just a baby um, baby. and we took her on the tour with us so it was like a maybe a two and a half week tour all through america and everyone was saying, oh, don't take a baby. She's going to be terrible. And she was just bubbly the whole time. <laughs> just vibing with all the players. <laughs> Ended up coming back with, like, all the guys on the team were her uncles. You know, Aww. And Isn't that just so on It was just a fun thing, yeah. Um, so that was my favourite memory with Lauren, ah. with And just all downhill from there. <laughs> I was like, one. <laughs> with Chloe, it was probably when we went to – we had tickets – to go to the Olympics when they were in uh, Sydney. Yeah. And Lauren and Jade were a little bit older, so they went to the gymnastics finals. And, they left me at home. And uh, I, I volunteered to take Chloe to do something fun because I hardly ever spent time with her alone. And we ended up going to Taronga Zoo and having a lovely day there. And it's so funny because you guys thought, oh, she won't like to go to the Olympics. She's too young. She won't even remember. And that is one of my favourite memories yeah. of all time, like going to the zoo. But it was because it was just the two of us. Yeah. And Dad and I didn't get to spend much one on I remember time. the photos from that day as well. And I'm so cute. And, and remember we and fed the And that was like so much more fun than <laughs> We fed them dried bananas and one of them wrapped its tongue all the way around my hand. And I was like, yeah. And because we weren't supposed to be feeding them. Dad just had dried bananas. That's what dad was so good at when we were younger. Like he'd always just like break the rules and take us into like the sealed off sections and stuff like that. And And then if you ever got caught, he'd just haggle his way out of it. Yeah, Yeah. he's a very good haggler. We never paid when in, remember? We just walked in. Yeah, we slid in. (laughs) You, You don't see a six foot eight man just like... I know. We didn't get caught. And it was cool because Jason Kidd was there with his kids and all the Dream Team were there with their kids Mm. too. So So we got the real Olympic experience. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds more iconic than my gymnastics experience. (laughs) Do you remember remember the gymnastics? I remember Carly was there, our cousin, who was really into gymnastics, right? That's right, she came up for it. Yeah, yeah, because she was like a competitive gymnast at that time, I think. Cool. I remember that. But I remember our cousin being there, I don't remember (laughs) the event. 
I remember feeding giraffes. The Mm -hmm. time that um, dad took us to feed the horses and you got your finger bitten off. Yeah, my fingernail. It bit my entire... Finger bitten off. Yeah, I've only got nine fingers. <laughs> my fingernail, and then we were driving to the hospital, and my mum wasn't with us, and we had to call mum, and she was like, "Yeah, oh my god, every time he takes <laughs> something happens to them." There was another time as well because we used to. Dad worked at a high school. He used to coach their um, school team, and it was like a rich private school, and they had a pool, and we used to always go swimming in it after the games. And this one time, I think they had like taken out a bit of water from it or something. It wasn't full, and me and Jade were like playing it, and I pushed her in. And she spun around on the railing to get down and the cut ladder. her leg open. Yeah, yeah, the ladder. And then she was just bleeding everywhere. And I was like, oh my God. And then dad's like, it's happened again. <laughs> Inga bleeds on that. Back to the horse story when you got your finger bitten off. Do you remember when then he drew a picture of you and one of the fingers was missing? No. And all this blood was spilling out. Dad drew it. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Like how I used to do the three little holes in your head. Yeah. Like. I don't think we've said that on the podcast. I have no. a really Did, big didn't head. Jade uh, get bitten by a, a, oh, a, a donkey a small, or something? A, a pony. small horse. What are they called? A Shetland horse. Or yeah, whatever. Shetland. No, pony. Shetlands are the really big ones. Shetland pony. Yeah, Shetland pony. Yeah, and it, and we were circus. feeding it, we were feeding it carrots, and it just uh, took, <laughs> took a, nearly took a finger, but took. The skin off her finger. Oh, it God. sounds like we were lucky to make it out of there alive <laughs> if he was our dad. Cuts and But it was always fun. And it still is fun. We mm. always say, and it's something that we always joke about, like Chloe and I always say, we get drunk on nights out and we'll be talking to people about things that you always have these random DMs with people about stuff on nights out, but we always end up circling it back to our parents and yeah. how lucky we are <laughs> and how great they are and how fun they are. And something that I always say about dad is like, Yes, he's my dad, but he's also been like a friend my whole yeah. life and like almost like a big brother energy, like yeah. that kind of, but not in a way where it's like, you know, how some parents take it too far and they're just like your friend. No, he's and, still, yeah. he's still mainly a parent. Yeah. Parent first, friend, brother, second. Yeah. That's and, friend, brother, mentor. And legend. for JD, it's, uh, the memory is, is kind of a weird one, but, um, <laughs> We, we, were playing, we were playing down in Wollongong and for some reason I had work and I, and I, I got there like right on tip off of the game and they rang me and, and said, oh, she can't play, you know, she's injured herself overnight, she's woken up with a creek neck, can't play. Mm. And so I got down there and I had something similar happen to me and there's a spot in your neck that you can massage. And so I did that to her and I said, how do you feel? And she goes, oh, I'm good, I'm good to go. You know, oh, that was just that's after so cute. And then we'd been working on these moves. So uh, you know how I hardly coached you guys one-on-one, but we did uh, these sessions before this and and Jade was working on this particular move. Anyway, she not only played, she top scored and she did the most radical moves in that game. And uh, This and is the cutest so, story ever. So, yeah, she played so well. I, I never saw her do those moves again. given her the massage before every game. Yeah. That's so cute. I've never heard that story before. Yeah. I think we actually forgot to mention um, a huge part of this. Oh, <laughs> dad's, dad's a dual Olympian. Olympian. He's an Olympic basketball well, player. Well, we'll be getting into it later. Yeah, he played for Australia. He played in the Olympics. He played in the World championships and toured all over the world playing basketball and I think we left that part out so (laughs) yeah he also we were very lucky to have him coach us growing up which was like some of the best experiences Mm. and I think he was such a good coach. He's still the best coach I've ever had. So mm. I told my other coaches out there that might be listening. They but probably agree. He wasn't, you know how you always see in movies, the dad that's the coach. This is and what I try like, to explain to yeah, people. It was never and like even that. when I told him that was I was like giving psycho, up basketball, yeah. I remember being like, oh, 
really and worried how he's gonna yeah. yeah and he was like I mean, you can do whatever you want. He's like, but you will regret it. <laughs> but he's like, I want you to know, like, you, when you get older, you will regret this. And I was yeah. like, I don't think I will. That he was saying it like, yeah. just saying, and I, I regret it so much. Yeah. He was right. Well, You're just a wise. You're, you're pretty talented, Chloe. Yeah. Who do you think the yeah. best was? Can't do oh, that. You, you totally. You know what? I think you should have been like a point guardy type. Yeah, player. I was too tall to be a point guard. And, and the stupid coaches. Lauren, Lauren trained that way too, but ended up being post because there was no post. Yeah, there was, and so they don't breathe them up... tall on Northern Beaches. They, <laughs> there's like six foot three, six foot five and six foot wide girls that you're playing against. Yeah. But in our area, there was like no we were one. The tall yeah, ones. we were the tallest ones. So yeah. we had to. And I wanted to and, be a point and, guard, but I was Jade's, too tall. Um, yeah, well, but that was your natural position. Mm. And Jade was more of a wing shooter. shooter. She yeah. had that three-point shot at the same yeah. spot. Yeah. Well, you can thank Eddie Palabinskis for that. You hey, I that? did that too. Yeah, yeah I did that clinics. as well. That's pretty cool. We did it the was... Eddie clinics and stuff. It was and crazy. And who, I remember that has... felt like magic. I was like, he... what is going on? Yeah. Every single shot is going in. This is so weird. He has NBA championships rings, doesn't he, from teaching NBA players? Yeah. When he was with the Lakers, he did the Lakers for about three three years when Shaq was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shaq wow, and Guys, and, and then he taught Shaq, and then he taught us. Yeah, then yeah. the overdrinks girls. I think I know <laughs> who were the bigger deals. <laughs> he was definitely more excited to go jazz. That's for sure. That's okay, well, now that we've brought up your basketball career, let's dive into that. Let's dive into that. There's I so want many. to know. So I, I kind of know this, but then I, I, I should know. You. When, when did you first start playing basketball? <laughs> so, <laughs> who, who are you? <laughs> what is your <laughs> name? <laughs> No. So when did you start playing basketball? Like when did you first have a basketball game that was like an official basketball game? Right. Well, it wasn't very big sport. In Australia, yeah. um, So I guess a lot of people that played back when I started were sort of like the pioneers of the sport in Sydney and Northern Beaches area, even though there there were were people playing basketball. Yeah. There weren't many. So I didn't start playing or get the opportunity to play until I was in year six. Okay, wow. And we put a team together. You probably remember some of the names. I, there was Skinny Scarlet, yeah. Michael oh. Key. I used to hang out with his son two, back in high school. The two Arneal boys, a guy called Mark Rice, myself, and my cousin Peter. Shout out, boys. <laughs> hey, yeah, my cousin. Uh, yeah, my cousin. And, and yeah, Dad, is this a cousin my, that you went to college with? Yeah, mm. Peter. We played together. Like he, he was right into it. Mm. You know, like I, um, yeah. So he was right into it right from the start. Whereas I was like, oh, this sports looks good. You know, yeah. And that's the way I sort of played it for a while. You know, you, like, because you were like, like a really good swimmer those, and stuff like that, right? Did other yeah. Sports. Well, I, I won the. 10-year-old state championships in breaststroke. Oh, my God. But, I, was, but I really wasn't into that either. Um, he was just naturally talented at everything. No, no, he didn't want to try. do anything. Yeah. Like, Exceed. Give this a try. Like, Excel at that too. Well, it's like that thing that when you grow up around the northern beaches, around the, the beach and that, you've got to learn how to swim. Yeah. So you you end up doing swimming training and get, mm. and then the people that are running those sessions, they say, oh, you, you should compete. You know? Yeah. So the next minute here you are in bloody championships and things like that win the medals. And, and plus um plus dad was right into it he was oh, like, like surf, surf life saving yeah. and, and mm. still water swimming wasn't really his thing but he was encouraging yeah you know in that area and then surf life saving and nippers was a big thing um when i was like under sevens i started playing rugby so that was also 
kind of a big sport too because dad was a rugby player as well yeah. you know so um yeah but we used to play once a week trained every now and then i don't know if we had a weekly training or just when dad was free on the weekends he used to take us yeah yeah, so then I, I just played once a week all the way through and then I got to, I think at one stage, maybe about under 15s, we went to a tournament Yeah, and it was just a bunch of random local comp guys. Yeah. And I always remember that. Uh, Dad took the St. Augustine's guys to another tournament. I love somewhere. that. So Pop coached you as well. Mm. As you're yeah, yeah. And then I stopped playing rugby when I was about under 15s and played Australian rules and I loved that and I was really getting into it and I made the Sydney team which was a good effort. That's AFL right? Yeah. yeah. And then I... Um, Didn't Collingwood or someone ask you to play for them? That was later on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah. Uh, but it was kind of weird because this guy called uh, Ranald McDonald which... <laughs> Rang, rang me and pe- people would prank each other all the time yeah. you know like one of your mates rings up and says oh, and there wasn't any way Ronald to like McDonald, and I'm like going I, and I wasn't that familiar with uh with football and mm. if you were you would, you would know, know who, who this was. guy mm. was and I'm like going yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is it Ronald <laughs> <laughs> and, and he wanted me the to come. Burgles, the burgers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wanted me to come straight away, like that, the next day, and train with them. And I'm like, uh, and and evidently, if they put you on these holding contracts, you get automatically ten grand. And that's what Jesus. one of the other basketballers did. That's so we sort of lined up that. But I couldn't because I was training for the Olympics at that time. Yeah, mm. and I couldn't just drop all that to go and have a tryout with I said is it possible to do this after the Olympics and he said no it has to be tomorrow I thought, you know, oh thing. my god Jesus that's yeah, a so, well uh, everything happens for a reason we would have grown up, up in Melbourne yeah well you know ew <laughs> no, I love Melbourne <laughs> just completely different lifestyle Yes, but it was. I have to thank Peter, my cousin, yeah, um, because he wanted to play that high level, and so he used to go over and play for the Comets, you know, at Alexandria. And then they were playing in this tournament, and they were short, and he sort of asked me to come, and I said no, you know, like I'm not good enough to play reps and stuff. And then their coaches just kept ringing me all the time, and you'll probably remember. Uh, this guy Bob Staunton yeah, yeah, yeah he was the coach at the time and he kept ringing and eventually he talked to me you know got me on the phone got dad on the phone and we, I ended up playing at the tournament loved it Bob was a fantastic man and there was another guy called Charlie Amon who was a fantastic man and, and I started playing on today play, playing yeah. at the Comets and we had a local comp team with Charlie Bob another guy called Ken Harvey who another legend from basketball uh, none of them at that time were like they were really old and yeah. um, not very um, agile anymore. Agile, but but, <laughs> but it, was, it was a good way to learn. Like, don't pass it down there. You know, they're really the like wise and yeah. Yeah, they're mm. teaching you how to play as you play. You know, I was still doing things like someone would throw a, a high pass and I'd go up on someone's back. And the ref would say, "If you do that again, son, you're suspended." Time, but, it just but, seemed like the most the easiest way to get the ball. Is that not how you do it in basketball? It's just a little bit out of my reach. Yeah. Like, the guy's back. But imagine the poor guy's back with a big six foot eight guy putting his knee. This guy's probably like back. five eight, and not yeah. expecting it as well. You don't expect that in basketball. And, and it was kind of. Um, you know, like things fall into place. The following year, we played in this under-18 tournament, uh, which was similar to the state championships, and we won it. 
and they started me, which was kind of weird, you know, because I hadn't even trained with these guys or yeah. anything, you know. And we only had seven guys, and we ended up winning the tournament. And then they got me to, to try out for under-20s, which is sort of like youth league now, you know. So, yeah. um, so I played two years of under-20s. And the second year of under-20s, uh, I made the state team and the Australian under-20 team. So we're talking about... Two years? Two years at the most. Wow. At that level. And then... The, set, the thing happened the second year of under-20s was uh, City of Sydney put a team into the NBL. Oh. And they oh what were they to, called again? Uh, the we were called the, the Astronauts. Oh, the Astronauts, yeah. that's right, yeah. <laughs> the Sydney Astronauts. And, it, um, yeah. And you had, like, your um, mascot was a guy in an astronaut suit, wasn't it? And he'd, get, <laughs> yeah, he'd take guy, off his helmet and it'd be, like, fully steaming, <laughs> apparently. Oh, my yeah. God, really? Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, but but they wanted some young guys in the team, so they um, about three or four of us from the under twenties were on the bench for the you know the good guys. Uh, Lauren Jackson's dad, Gary, oh, Gary, wow. Gary was in the team, and people like you the, played with her dad. Yeah, and, I didn't know that. And he Maybe I did. he was a gun. He was a real good player. So a year and a bit into being at Alexandria, I'm playing NBL. You know, wow. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so, that's so uh, crazy. Yeah, so um, yeah, yeah it's, so I was happened, just chilling. Ha- happened pretty quick. And I, I was just enjoying it. We had really nice guys in the team. In fact, when I got inducted, Basketball Hall of Fame, Basketball New South Wales Hall of Fame, uh, like nearly the whole team were there. Really? Yeah, yeah all oh those my guys. God. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. No, no, well, <clears throat> I didn't think till afterwards. Yeah. I thought, wow, that, well, they really weren't nice. there to come to every one of these events. They came there you know, for you, yeah. Well, for me, and I think um, there was another. Uh, no, they were all there for you, <laughs> just for you. There was another, another City of Sydney person who got nominated the same night. I sort of got into the sport and enjoyed it, but then got thrust into this high level of competition very quickly. Yeah. Mm. I can remember playing for the under-20 Australian team thinking, like, I didn't really know fundamentals yeah. that well. And, <laughs> you just kept travelling. They, they, yeah, they kept referring to things that I didn't know the lingo. Like the lingo, you know? yeah. Uh, and so it's it like was really hard job. for me to, you know, to adjust to that level. And um, because I made that team, they invited me to try out for the Australian senior team to go to the Moscow Olympics. And I didn't go to the tryouts because I didn't have the confidence <laughs> oh, to, yeah. Um, yeah, to try out and things. So. You could have been a triple, what are they called? Tri-Olympian. Tri-Olympian. Tri. Yeah, well. I'm so smart. You are close. Go me. I'm so much better than dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you need a bit of confidence for this. You feel yeah, very so, unaccomplished in all of this. So I, I played for the astronauts for a couple of years in the NBL. And then I went to Adelaide because the coach there, he saw me play. Well, they had this game at the finals. It was like the, the best of the Americans against the best of the Australians. Yeah, and you got picked into that team. I got picked into that team. How uh, crazy is that? In of, the whole world? No, no, no. No, no that's something different. Oh, that's when he went to the Olympics. Olympics. Right. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, that's where you're Yeah, no, no, this is just in the NBL. And so we played the weekend of the NBL finals and um, West Adelaide lost and the coach there, Ken Richardson, saw me play in this other game and he's like going, you, you've got to come over and play for us over in Adelaide. If we had you, we probably would have given Thank goodness a- for Ken Richardson, otherwise we wouldn't exist. <laughs> you never would have <laughs> met Mark. Yeah. Yeah, so we ended up going over there and it was, it was amazing, like the work ethic of these guys in Adelaide. They were, they were seasoned basketballers. They were training or playing all the time and they were, took it you know, super seriously there. 
that they wanted to make that higher level. Trainings were crazy competitive. Yeah. Like nearly everyone was either a junior Australian rep or a, or a senior Australian rep, if not a permanent fixture of a, wow. a tourists or something like that. They were up so at that was like high a level. huge, like for the development of your playing, it was really big. Oh, it was that. a real yeah. eye-opener, yeah. yeah. It was sort of like, because you, you were in the mode of, and this is nothing against New South Wales basketball back at that time, but you're in a mode of playing really good and then sort of, you know, you see it when, you, when yeah. you're coaching people, yeah. just chilling for a while yeah. and then playing really good again. Mm. Yeah. Whereas over there, if you have those chill moments, you, you, you're you letting it's your team upon. down, you're letting your, your teammates yeah. down and, and so you had to change that part to just play flat out the whole time. And it was also at the time where the standard of Americans coming to Australia We're picked really up. So in the local comp over there, every team had a couple of Americans. And it was like, we used to pack out uh, the midweek games. Wow, uh, I like can't even talk, imagine that. Yeah, well, the stadium hold maybe 3,000 people. And it was like, it was My really My God, just the local comps. Well, it wasn't lo- It was state championships. Right. Sort of and it was all in one venue. Everybody played there and, and, and everybody... You know, it became friends. They might be in the other team. You hate them while the game's on, but then you're drinking a beer with them after the game. So it was mm. really social and fun as well. Yeah. Well, that was important for me. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> they just stumbled That's into this talent. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so, I'm not going to stick around unless because, I get to have a beer with Because I did well then, and I didn't know that at the time, but Ken was also a selector for the Australian team. Ah. So there was Ken, Lindsay Gaze, and there was one other guy, and... Ken sort of said, you got you got to put this guy in the Australian... It was just a touring team. So yeah. I, straight away, I'm in the Australian senior team touring, you know, so it happened really quick. And then all of a sudden you're playing, you know, like international high-level basketball and you've got to be ready for it, you know. So, um, yeah, it was uh, a real quick, <laughs> real yeah, quick, steep crazy. Uh, drive. And then I, I, I actually got selected in what you were talking about earlier. The following year, I got selected in the 82 World Championship team. And by then, I was a starter in, wow. the, in the team. So, this is, people <laughs> have like, been playing since <laughs> they were like five years old. Her dad just starts at like 16 and suddenly playing for Australia. Like, oh, you were inviting me to this? Oh, okay. I've made <laughs> yeah. this team. And, that, and that's, it, you take it, as I said, it's all about enjoyment. Yeah. You're enjoying what you're doing. And um, that was when I got picked in the best of the rest of the world team. Yeah. And when mm. I read my name there, I'm like going, what? you know, like, what am I doing here? You <laughs> Let's know, like, just yeah. clarify what this is. So they pick the best 10, of, is the it? Best of yeah. the best of the American teams. So and then the best of the rest of the world. So every other country. Yeah, in the world championships, yeah. dad was they, they, um Yeah, they picked like uh, the Americas was all the South American teams like Brazil. Mm. And, and North America? And, and Argentina, I think, and um, Canada and USA. Mm. And then the best of the rest of the world. So you're talking about Soviet Union, mm. Yugoslavia. All of Europe. Mm. Italy. Yeah. And Australia, obviously. Yeah, but it was it was kind of a good honour, you know. To, Just kind uh, of. Yeah, not a big amazing. deal at all. You know what Dad used to always say when I used to be like, he was the best of the rest of the world. He'd be like... That's just one man's opinion. I was like, Dad, <laughs> fucking claim yeah, it. I get that tattooed on my he back. Is so yeah. Dad's very, very humble. Too and humble. Yeah. And uh, so we'll do the bragging for him, I think. But you, you guys were more interested in uh, some of the antics off the board. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that now. <laughs> okay, so we've got, we know some funny ones that we yeah. thought would be good to bring to the podcast. 
we, I think both of our favorite ones is the Colombian story. Yeah. But let's save that for the American. Okay, yeah, that could be the last story. What about the Mr. Moo story? Let's oh, start with that one. Mr. Moo story. Okay, so we went on this uh, crazy tour when I made the 81 team. I started that tour as being a sub for a guy called uh, Ian Walsh, who, whose nickname was Grasshopper. Oh, so cool. gra- could he gra- jump really well? Grasshopper was about seven foot, at least seven foot. I'm going to say he was like seven one, seven two. Wow. Big white guy. And Lindsay used to start him, but his main thing was he was seven foot and be intimidating for a period of time. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes that would be five minutes at the most, you mm. know. And then for some reason, particularly the black Americans, they love to dunk on tall white guys. <laughs> That's their favorite thing. And the it's guy. almost like they would start queuing up to dunk on Hopper, <laughs> you know. So so then it will be a sub. I'm in. And not only I'm in, I'm, some of the guys just probably dunked one, you know, like so he's all psyched up. And so, so I was first sub for him. And we played, uh, you know, really good. Like all the guys we played against, not all the guys, but all the better players we played against were going in the pro the following year, playing all the top college teams in America. And then this, the second part of the tour was to go to China. So uh, we would play all of the province teams in China. And we were one of the first groups to go in, uh, sporting groups, to go into Red China and um, play all their provinces. So we were going into places like the Forbidden Palace and, and pretty much having a full run of the yeah, place. Yeah, didn't so you, like, sneak into the place you went to as well? We found some hidden passages and, <laughs> and uh, ended up in some awkward situations. Uh, <laughs> that we weren't supposed to uh, yeah but it was fun you know like it was fun and we weren't being disrespectful to anything we just thought oh look look here there's you know we can push this door open and there's, <laughs> there's a passage we behind the wall we can break down this gate and then there were, you know like and we'll go yeah so or the forbidden palace has a lot of people probably don't know that but they have um all these little secret passageways all wow, through the like place. Wow, like Indiana Jones vibes. Yeah, like mm. you see in the movies, you know, yeah. the old houses and, and they find, uh, you know, they push the bookcase and all of a sudden there's a room there. It was How like cool. That. Anyway, so the, the tour went on and um, we found that uh, the Chinese guys that we're playing against, they were so nice, you know, they just shake your hands, they smile, they're really nice to you, but then behind your back they give you a cheap shot or they try and take trip you or, or to take take you out and we didn't know that the first game we, and then when we finished and we talked to each other afterwards we saying did that happen to you too yeah. you know like these guys were being really dirty really dirty um but being so polite about it they're probably really good at kung fu and everything too you know um but it, so it got it got kind of violent because you're out on the court. The referees were being very biased because it was a promotion for Chinese basketball, and you're trying to do the right thing. We've been briefed by our coach and our team leader that we are respectful and we don't do anything mm. wrong and we don't don't cause any incidents. Mm. And we're here as you know one of the first sporting teams to come in and and make sure you don't. So you don't want to be the guy yeah. that you know gets into some sort of altercation. But you are. Um, so the finale was um, so we, we were playing all these games. We we're doing quite well, but maybe not winning every game. But very competitive, you yeah. Know? And it was, would have been really entertaining for the Chinese people at the time. Because the other crazy thing that happened was at halftime, all the Chinese guys at the stadium they all got up, they all smoked cigarettes, they all get up and light one up at halftime. So you come back in. The and players. 
No, no, no. <laughs> All the spectators. And yeah. He was playing in places like 5,000 5, seats. Yeah. 5,000 people light up a cigarette at halftime. Jesus. You come back. You it can't. You could smoke inside yeah. in there. Yeah. So you come back in yeah. and play the second half and you're like, <gasps> you oh know, like it's a bit, uh, it was God. like a haze over the court. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. That's crazy. Yeah, so the, the second last game, and I can't remember who we're playing, I think we're playing in Shanghai, and there's these guys that are there that were extremely large. Then they, two or three of them had... Tall or wide? Uh, well, there was two or three of them had special chairs and they put them on the baseline. Mm. And they're sort of a bit like a throne, you know, like a big chair like that. Oh, wow. And they were all... That's what Lauren and I take everywhere we go. Yeah, <laughs> they were all like over seven foot and they were wide, Jesus. wide shoulders mm. and their heads were um, really big, you know, like <laughs> ridiculously big. And then, so I'd noticed them, I'm doing layups, I'm going, oh, who are these guys, you know, like, <laughs> and then the, we worked out that we're playing them tomorrow with it, oh, because they have the uh, Red Army team, which is their number one team, which um, everybody that played for the Chinese national team joined the army, um, which means that they get paid by the army, but they're not actually, I don't think they did much duties for the mm. army. They just trained for basketball. Oh, mm. crazy. And, um, and then at some stage during the game, Everybody starts chanting this chant, like, moo, 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 moo. And I look up, and there's this massive guy. It's like, it like you watch those James Bond movies, yeah. and Jaws <laughs> is there or something. Yeah. And, and he stands oh, up. Oh, what's that movie, Galaxy Quest, that we watched? And they started making that, started chanting that, and that huge rock monster comes? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was and, and so this guy gets up, and I'm like going, oh. Who is that? And he goes, that's the centre for China. You've got to play him tomorrow. You know? <laughs> and by this time, I, I was starting for Australia and stuff. And so go <laughs> Just, I go down. Just whispers it. it's and, not a big and, deal. and by this time too, by playing all those dirty guys, you know, like I seriously, I used to play in low cuts originally. And so um, I've got two sprained ankles, like badly sprained ankles. Mm. And one of them has um, cracked me um, and my teeth have gone through my bottom lip. So I've got Jeez. about eight stitches there. On this tour? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, wow. And then, you know, Lindsay comes down and goes, you, you know, are you ready to play? Oh, yeah, of course, coach. Yeah. You know, <laughs> ready to go. Because, you, you know, like you, that was what you did back then. Stitches in your face. You, 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 you seriously, you know, yeah. You, when was this, like no the way, 80s? No, yeah, 81, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but there's no way you'd miss the game. There's yeah. no, absolutely no way. You know, you'd have to, um, you know, you'd, anyway. Break a leg or something. <laughs> so we're playing this game and um, Moo had this favourite favorite move. And so he'd get, the, move. he'd get the ball and he would elbow you yeah. uh, in the throat or the face because that's the level of you know, his, his size. His size. Yeah. He was seven foot six. And and white and as slow as anything, but very so effective. Huge. He did not like have to jump monster. to dunk the ball. Oh my god. Him. So that's what he used to do. He used to drop his elbow and take you out, take one bounce, and then just drop it in. Oh my god. And so they'd give you they'd go like this, they'd say, Okay, two points to move, foul to whoever was lying on the ground. <laughs> 
and one free throw. And he used to be able to shoot his free throw. He used to shoot them like darts, you know, like in three or four fingers. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And get him in. So I'm um, playing against him, and he's elbowed me in one eye. He's elbowed me in the cheek. He's elbowed me in the temple. He's elbowed me in the throat. Oh, my God. He's elbowed oh, me in the chin. And I'm thinking, you know, it's a matter of time before he hits the stitches. Yeah. And all hell breaks loose. So, Flex. Um, loose. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a crazy old game. And, like, the refs only had one eye and they were very, very biased. Like, when I say very, very biased, it was – it got – ridiculous yeah you know, people dribbling down the court and get shoulder charged over the sideline and they go, <laughs> oh they go china ball you know like oh yeah God, stuff like, like this um anyway and some of the guys and mr moo was obviously like the star or like the mm. highlight oh, yeah. or whatever yeah i'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that <laughs> but but the um yeah everyone loved him every time he scored everybody got up and frantically clapped, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you know the, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so he was there you know their legend and um so there's a guy from Melbourne, and I won't say who he is, just in case he doesn't want me to say who he yeah. is, but he came past me and put his hand on my shoulder, he was on the run, and elbowed Moo <laughs> in the side of... Was this No, it was just... It, it was like one of those things... It was like one of those things where, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to How compete? Are we gonna stop them? <laughs> We're going to beat them at their own game, bro. Put Moo down. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, so it hits Moo in there. I see the whole thing happen because he's on my shoulder. And Moo just turns and <laughs> you know, like, and I turn behind him. So I'm right behind him. I was like, going, there's no way I want him to see that I'm there. You know? And then he turns like back again. And there was no one there except for this kid who just subbed on called Chris from Queensland who just subbed on. Different guy, and, not the elbower. And anyway, yeah. And uh, Moo just goes over to him and with his fist just smashes him like he... On the top of the head. On the top of the head. <laughs> like, like a like, whack-a-mole. Like yeah, a whack-a-mole. Like, like you're no, uh, hammering a post in, you know, <laughs> oh like, and he's God. hit him and Chris has dropped to his knees. <laughs> and then he's fallen uh, um, unconscious or semi-conscious onto the ground and we've had to... Holy you know, shit. Take him, oh, my God. This take is like him a movie. Yeah, I'm picturing so, Frankenstein doing all this. Yeah. yeah so um, the, the next time down the court, uh, well, it might have been a couple of times after down the court. So what I was doing was he would run down the court and I thought if he gets down there, and it used to take him like 15 plus seconds to get down there. So I would lean against him <laughs> as, to stop, to him, stop going, him going down to the To make court. it 25 seconds before <laughs> yeah. he gets down there. That's you know? right. Just like and it, yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, so uh, I thought, you know what, everyone's down there except for us two. I'm going to try and take him out. <laughs> so I've jumped in the air, like I've run at him, jumped in the air and given him, like with my elbow out, <laughs> smashed, him in the, uh, smashed him in the solar plexus area. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought, you know, that, he's going to fall and that's going to be the end of him, you know, like, and instead... He started growling. He's like, <laughs> oh my God, like and literally, I, were you trying, like, in the he, he, yeah, he leaned he right back. He, leaned, he was in shock, you know, like, yeah. he thought, what's this guy doing? And then he started chasing me. <laughs> and so the game's going on, and I've got Moo chasing me down one end, and then chasing me back up the other end. And we, we, we were separate to the, to the game that was going on, you know, like, well, and I thought, I do, not, I do not want him to catch me, you know, like, 
But at the end, I thought, you know oh what, God. he's, he's going to get me at one stage. <laughs> so I let him catch me and then hit me and threw myself on the ground like I was in agony. Yeah. And then he, se- <laughs> he seemed kind of happy with that. You yeah. know, like he, <laughs> he gave him what yeah, he wanted. And I was like going, oh, thank goodness. You know, he wasn't chasing me anymore, you know. <laughs> he could have so, killed you. <laughs> yeah. Could have well, eaten you. <laughs> so th- then the next thing that happened is where he has this trick, right? Because all uh, a lot of the Chinese uh, basketballers and, and population are, are shorter than Mu, particularly. <laughs> the and whole world population is <laughs> shorter than him. And he used to hold the ball directly up, uh, higher than what anyone can get it. Yeah. And then everybody in the stadium would get up and go, Mu, 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 Mu. Uh, you know, like it was one of his tricks, you know. Yeah. Because like, you couldn't get it. It was so high in the air, you know. <laughs> Dad got and it. how demoralising to be like underneath Big Mac. <laughs> And so then the thing was, when he was bringing the ball down, I thought, I can get this. (laughs) So I did an upward movement with a with an open palm hit the ball and it went straight into his face oh, like no. really hard into his face <laughs> oh. and his nose started to bleed oh, he, got, he got really angry and so here we go again moves chasing me around the car and, he's trying, and I thought oh this is never oh, this game's never going to end you know this um, is all so, the like run up into the stands <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway, the game finished and they won, um, which was oh, always surprising. inevitable. They were going to win in, uh, in those circumstances. And we had to um, go and shake their hands after the game. Anyway, I go up to him. Yeah. And because of what went on between the two of us, he refused to shake my hand. He's just like, uh, like no way I'm going to shake your hand. Oh, you know? my God. Even though yeah. all the other guys well, his, were being really His nose was still... <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, I went back to get my tracksuit, which I'd left on the bench, and, uh, and then came back to the centre. So I was the last person. There was um, Adrian Hurley, the coach, another guard there, and me. And Moo's come from behind me, grabbed me around the neck with one hand, Jeez. And started squeezing, and I could hear, I could feel all the little bones in your neck oh starting to go. Oh my god! And then he lifted me with his one hand. This is a photo, remember? <laughs> and my feet, my toes. You know how you, you, you <laughs> yeah. t- my toes were just on the ground, you know. And he's turned me around, and he's like, you know, like you know how you go, not in my house with yeah. your finger. He's like, not in my house, mate. You know, like, and uh, then, and I'm like. I can see Adrian there. I'm going, Adrian. He goes, oh, you look like you've got this under control. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think if he squeezes my neck any tighter, he's going like to um, break my neck. Yeah. You know, like, and, and so, but he stopped, luckily, because I was winding up and I was thinking, oh, I can give him a good kick. You know, yeah. maybe that were. But, um, yeah, so that was my... Um, Mr. Moose story. <laughs> Mr. Moose story. And what a story uh, it is. Uh, but he, he was a, like a legend of um, because you know China used to do. Dad, well. they've got photos of him. Do you want to see? I have seen him. <laughs> I've seen him. He, he sees I, him in his dreams at night, Chloe. He doesn't need to see him again. He's huge. Huge. Oh my god. His foot's still on the ground. He's about to dunk it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how he is. What? Look at that poor guy trying to defend him. USA number seven. And all in like. Um, Proportion as well, mm. like he's not because usually they're really skinny yeah. when they're that tall. They have shorter legs and big head, bigger head. <laughs> his head is like half his body. There was there was like seven or eight of them there. Wow. 
Imagine, imagine trying to. I that cannot. When he's imagine to... him chasing you around the court. Oh yeah. my god! I guess this is the thing that uh, needs to be said too: is when you're playing here in Australia. You know, me being six foot eight, I'm yeah. one of the bigger guys. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I can take care of myself and yeah. everything. And then you start playing internationally, and they've got these people that are just like superhuman strength and, yeah. and size, and you've got to combat against them. And and they're every team's got a couple yeah. of them, you know, like and so and they usually play my spot. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been picked as a power forward center yeah and they normally play my spot so you come up against them you know soviet union had a guy I was called say, um, some big vladimir chichenko he's <laughs> he was seven foot four and um and uh, Ballastini was seven foot two you know they, and they were all strong you know on the weights and stuff so um yeah it was a different level jesus that's wow. crazy <laughs> that is hilarious Just so move. funny so um, what about the time that you headbutted Ben Simmons' dad? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, well, we had, um, we had like a code. When you play in a team that's tight, you have sort of like a code of, like if something happens to your teammate, you, you sort of... Have their back. Have their back, yeah. So um, what had happened was you probably never saw, we've got tapes at home, but we probably never saw your Uncle Mark play much or right. me play much. I think when he was playing later in his career. Um, yeah, well, he was pretty fiery when he was, um, when he, at, at, Uncle the, at, Mark? That, at, that, <laughs> at that particular time. And we were playing together in Geelong. And um, Dave, which is uh, Ben's dad, Dave, he was sort of like uh, the... Well, you know, same sort of role, sort of enforcer, if anything, if you touch any of the good players like Andrew Gaze, he's going to come in and, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, try and push you around, elbow you or whatever. And he just elbowed Mark and split him uh, between the eyes. So he was Jeez. bleeding from there. And not only that, he was he was in Gaga land, you know, he had actually... Um, Got him a good one. Mm. So he had, I think and he he's had, your teammate, but he's also your brother as well. Your mm. little brother. Yeah. So um, Aww, I, so, I, 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 could, I don't know if I was on or I was off, but I might have subbed. <laughs> ran on the I, I might have subbed on for Mark to yeah. give him a rest, get him cleaned up and, um, you know, and everything. And um, I went straight up to him and I was sort of like going, you know, just talking uh, trash. trash to him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's sort of giving that look like, what are you going to do about it, you know? <laughs> And so I just (laughs) (laughs) and it was right in an area like you just glance at the referee. I've seen that. There's like a highlight reel, like a highlight tape of like like, it's on YouTube. We'll post it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but but it was like I I just glanced at the ref and he wasn't really looking. And I know the other one had the ball. There was only two refs at this time, not three like there is now. And so the the other ref I knew wasn't in the picture. And this one looked like he was uh, leaning down. To get the ball, and so it was the perfect time (laughs) for a headbutt. Yeah, Yeah. it's Uh, so funny. It was was just like a retaliation thing. It wasn't an instigating Mm. thing, you know. Like so, um, and did the job. (laughs) Mess with you guys again. (laughs) These stories are so making out. Like dad's this like. Like, you're just so zen yeah. and calm and, you know, let's use our words. Oh. But back in your basketball career, you're I like, know. get out of here, shoulders to the shattering oh, yeah, <laughs> backboards. Yeah, a lot of it to do with getting psyched up and, uh, mm. and having heaps of adrenaline yeah. going through your body. Yeah. Well, when you Lauren win. and I are like the nicest people ever when we play. Yeah. Lauren literally tore her basketball jersey off one time in a rage. 
And I already had a little tear on it. Oh, did you? (laughs) Did you? That reminds me, actually, when we were growing up, I remember if someone used to be, if someone would give us like a cheap shot or something like that, you always used to say to us, you can get them back, but make sure you do it when the refs aren't looking. <laughs> that reminds me yeah. of Great that. advice. We just have to check the refs first. <laughs> yeah, well, otherwise you get yourself into trouble. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a lot of, like in my era, there was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know, all the time. And it wasn't, you know, people are baby-faced looking people out there are playing like um, like ninjas on the court. You know, yeah. Kick, you know, all sorts of things, you know. So you sort of had to be hardened to play everybody was yeah um, hardened to play yeah a bit more brutal back then laura mentioned it earlier shattering backboards how many have you shattered in your career oh uh, i remember doing one in newcastle stadium mm. um in the Broadmeadow stadium there so we had this uh, uh i came back and after I, my west adelaide uh stint where we mm. won the national title and three state titles when i was there not just remember, not just me. There was like a crack team, and we ended up. <laughs> it was, <just laughs> it was Dad. We had, the other yeah. chair. <laughs> no, we ended up getting a guy called Al Green, this American guy who Al Green. Yeah. sings yeah. songs for you too. And Leroy Loggins, who's been voted arguably one of the best Americans to, to ever play here. He yeah. ended up playing for us when we won the title. Mm. Let's more talk about you. Yeah. <laughs> How good yeah, you are. Yeah. So. Um, I was playing for Sydney. We had an American guy who was seven foot and athletic. We had uh, me about, you know, six foot eight. We had another guy, six ten. We had one small guard, Gordy McLeod, and everyone else could dunk, mm. you know. Uh, I get next. why mentioning them all now because they were all dunking. Yeah, so we had a, had a line. So Gordy would go first and do his layup, mm. and then wait. So this is in the warm ups. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the next, and then everybody would come through and dunk. Right? Yeah, and I was before going. Ronnie. Ronnie was at the back. Anyway, so every time someone dunked, the, the backboard was making these crazy like shuddering kind. Yeah, of. and it was getting worse. And I, and then when I did it, it just exploded. You know, it was just <laughs> and Big they were so brand. they were so dirty because the game had the game had even started, <laughs> and you come and shut them <laughs> in the warmer. Yeah, and 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 so uh, they weren't very very happy about it. But then. Um, not long after that, because you've got to remember, too, uh, most of the basketball stadiums, are, they're working on budgets, mm. and so they've not got the best equipment there. They've yeah. got satisfactory equipment. So then when I, when I was playing for, I'm going to say it might have been Geelong, mm. Geelong Cat, and we came over to play Adelaide, and we were doing the same sort of thing, dunking in the warm-ups before <laughs> the game, and the same thing happened. I, I, I yeah. jumped up, I dunked it, and the whole thing exploded. <laughs> and then to make so things became, worse, like, uh, because I, I had a whole bunch of friends over there, they're all coming up and going, yeah, Brad! <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the, oh guy, God, the guy that classic. had to fix it, he came in and he just tore shreds out of me. He's like, you idiot, what do you think you're doing? Like, We're on a show! Yeah, and I was like, oh, I did not try and break that Give the people you know? what they want. <laughs> Yeah, so that were the two that I remember the most. And glass goes everywhere, so you've got to be careful. Like you have it glass. Does. Have, it sure does. You have glass all over you. you In know, your like. hair. I can't even In imagine Jersey. that. That would just be so hectic. And these days they've got better rings and better backboards. They probably have like shatterproof backboards. Yeah, or something like that. It's, it's less likely to happen now. But back 
back in the day, the, they were glass... Back in the glory days. Yeah. Back in the real days with the OGs out here. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone's soft. No more elbowing. No more going on with stitches. Oh, my God. It drives me crazy when people... Compl- and, they, and they flop all the time yeah. now. That's why I can't... That, like they've been hit hard. Yeah. And someone's barely yeah. touched them. Wait till Mr. Moo, Mr. You drank Moo, Mr. Moo. No, he was a beast. He was, yeah. All right. So now for our favourite story. <laughs> this is the best story. Uh, it gets us every single time. There's just so many layers to this. Story. Okay. The Colombian story. Let's get started. So you're in Colombia. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so um, Colombia, if you haven't been there, it's kind of it's a, crazy uh, a place. wonderful place. It's a, like it's such an exciting... The people are so exciting. The um, the place is so exciting. And um, it was just such a fantastic experience. So they, they hosted the World Championships in 82, which was my first World Championships. And I so was... So this is just a year after Mr. Moo? Yeah. yeah. So we, were, we first went to Medellin. Which was Midian. Um, Isn't that where Pablo Escobar's from? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think <laughs> so there, there, well, there was a, <laughs> yeah, there was a um, there was a thing where uh, our coaches were going to go like Lindsay Gaze and them. They were going to go up in a helicopter, mm. and then someone ran over and said, "No, don't go with them. They're they're, they're maf- yeah, maf- the cartel. They're they're, cart- <laughs> they're cartel people. Oh my you know? god! And they and you might get shot at. You know, yeah. like if you're in a helicopter flying, they're going to fly him around and show him all around the country and stuff. Oh my god! You, you know, you'll so probably they, die. <laughs> yeah, so they had to come up with an excuse why why oh, they wouldn't. You can't just be like, oh yeah, the cartel, yeah. we're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you had that type of environment. We had these guys that were security. our security, yeah, our security guy. And so they'd be two police. Uh, they used to wear yellow shirts, and we thought there was a show around at the time called Chips, and they looked very much like the Chips guys. Yeah, mm. you know, yellow shirts and um, stuff. And there'd be two at motorbike cops at the start. <laughs> the motorbike the front, cops tell the story and, about and the and motorbike two, cops. Yeah, and two, <laughs> two at the back of the uh, of the bus, and we'd go around the city. So they were our security. <laughs> oh my God, I just and, then, and then we had one inside that was armed as well and so we'd be driving around and these guys they did crazy stuff you know like <laughs> we'd go through and the lights would be red and there'd be traffic going up and down the other street like normal and they'd drive their motorbikes in there and just put a hand up like stop you know? <laughs> and our bus would go straight through <laughs> because we weren't supposed to stop anywhere because you'd be a, oh, an target. easier target, target yeah. you know Anyway, so we got to know these guys quite well and it got to a stage where they started doing tricks for us. So (laughs) we'd be, yeah, so they'd be uh, going past the bus, standing on their seat on the motorbike. (laughs) And these are cops. Yeah, with with really big smiles going, check me out, you know, know, know." and 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 doing uh, all sorts of stuff. And then one time the guy's doing it and we're going around a blind corner and somebody comes the other way. So he's had to go right in front of the bus, straight off a cliff. (laughs) And he's gone into the bushes and uh, down there. And you never saw him again. No, no. uh, And then about, uh, like, so we're going along, we're going, oh, my God. You know, like, what's what's happened to this guy? And then uh, about... Say three minutes, five minutes later, he's up again. He's driving past, and he's got he's got his shirt ripped and scratches all over, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm back." So we had those guys there, and and we came into this place, and they, you know, they they were quite enthusiastic. So they go up to this car, 
and they said, you've got to get out of the way. Our bus is going through, you know. So they have so probably haven't really been that well trained yeah. before the World Championships, mm, you know. Yeah. And this guy is like going, he was a diplomat, yeah. we found out later. But he's like going, I am not moving my car. Yeah. I'm staying here. You have to go around in your bus, you know, sort of thing. And he has a security guy in the car with him. So the security guy's got his gun out to show the guy that, hey, look, we're security. Yeah. You know, like we're not. <laughs> and the guy thinks... He's a, he's a criminal or something. <laughs> he's a terrorist or something. And so he's gone to blow him away. And the, you guys are on the bus watching We're on the bus watching. And the guy that's supposed to be our protector on the bus has dived <laughs> under the seats. He's under the seats. So I was like, I remember that part. Yeah. And the, and the guy, uh, anyway, it ends up this other cop that saw the whole thing happen come out of nowhere and tackles our your crazy motor, car, motor, your yeah. car. <laughs> to the ground and says no 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 yeah. you know like and then sorts the whole situation out and we move on you know but it could have been it could have been really bad disastrous this is just on the way to the stadium yeah for your, for your game just a yeah. chill morning in Colombia yeah oh, how could you concentrate on the game when you got there after all this well we had to play Brazil the first game and Brazil was uh, one of the favourites yeah. to get a medal and then Lindsay had worked out. If we beat Brazil, we do well. If we lose to Brazil, we don't do well. Yeah. We have to beat Brazil, right? And Brazil are thinking, Australia, yeah, we can get them. You know, they had all these people that were playing in Europe that were, like, top European players, Mm. you know, quite well paid, you know. Anyway, we were about to play, and because there was so many... TV trucks because they were the team, the South American team that was going to do well. So they had all these TV trucks there and they were all plugged in to the stadium. And we had a terrible start, you know, like I think they scored and then they scored. They looked like they were going to kill. Yeah. And then the whole place blacked out. And so, <laughs> one of your teammates had gone. No, because was, they said because there's so many TV trucks in there mm, drawing yeah. so much power, it overloaded the whole system. Mm. So it went to the dim light. And uh, we had to go back to the change room for about 20 minutes, it ended up being. And me and Ian Davies, who was one of my mates, we stayed out there and shot in this dim light for the whole time because they were using these balls were called uh, gold cup balls, which are like they're really light, sort of a bit like a beach ball type ball, you know, like really hard to to shoot with. Um, And they were were pumped up really (laughs) hard. So then we came back in and we played really well. Yeah. It was like a blessing. And, yeah. we, and we beat them, <laughs> you know. So that was um, a really good start to the tournament for us. Yeah, yeah but it was like another bizarre thing yeah. that, that happens. Mm. You it know? worked in your favour. Yeah, so then um, I guess the other story, which is uh, one that I've told you before, is uh, we got invited to the Australian consulate for a barbecue, Aussie barbecue lunch. Yeah. And of course, everybody thought, yeah, fantastic. We're going to have steaks. We're going to have, you know, like a really good feed. And it was like Australian theme. And, yeah. and he lived in this mansion up on the hill. Next so, to Pablo. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to get up there, there's only one road up there. And um, all the places were mansions up there. And it was sort of like their own little private security thing. And the, mm. and the gardener had a big um, shotgun that he had over his shoulder. Oh they, they called him the gardener. But <laughs> he, he was no gardener. He used to bury the bodies. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, and it was like really high uh, barbed wire all around the fences because what people do, uh, we found out um, during the time that there was about a 40% unemployment rate at the time. Wow. And there's no unemployment benefits. So the people that are unemployed, if they want to feed their family, they either join the cartel well, they, still they, they sponge off their relatives, you know, if their relatives got jobs, mm. or they try and come up with some plan to get money, which um, they illegal. kidnap or, yeah. you know, try and rob someone. Yeah. And they don't really have good plans, you know. Yeah. Mm. They're so, desperate. Yeah. So, and they, they told us some stories of someone just got kidnapped a couple of weeks before we got there from, oh that, from that street. <laughs> You know, so that's why the motorbike cops were around us, you know, yeah. there was like a, doing all those tricks of, for you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we, there was me, a guy called Mal Dalglish, I remember was there. And I think one other, one other person, and I can't think who the other person was. Yeah. We had 12 so, in our team. And they're so sort of three saying, of you. yeah, and we're, we're there at the, the barbecue and someone asked, does anyone want to go back early and rest up? And I, yeah. I, I took the thing and Mel wanted to go back and then the other person wanted to go back too. So the car's pulled up to take us, and it's the smallest... You know those little Fiats, and they've got... Yeah, you always see in, like, the European movies. Yeah, and yeah. And, and it's like, it's like a, I think it only had three wheels. I'd be surprised if it had four <laughs> wheels. It's like the tiniest little car, and we've got the big basketball guys got to fit in there. So I, I got in the back, and me and... I think it was me and Mel in the back, and we sort of wedged in there because it could hardly fit. And then there was another person in the front seat, right? And then the driver's driving along, and the car was, like, really old. So we're going down one of the back streets and winding through, and it felt like when you went around the corner, you would go really wide, you know, and you go really wide the other way, you know, and you think, oh, we're going to get there, you know, like, Anyway, we're going up the hill and we're probably at this stage about 10, 15 minutes from the hotel and uh, the wheel falls off the car. (laughs) So we see it go past. It's like, and then the driver jumps out (laughs) and the guy in the, the other other guy in the front seat uh, jumps out and me and Mel, we're in the back and the and we Car can't jump out, we can't, we can't move because we're wedged in there and the car's going back, backwards into the traffic oh my God. Back, back down the hill. And so then the, then the driver, the, the driver, the driver realises what he's done. Oh, shit, I've got two Olympians in the back of this <laughs> car. If, if, if anything happens to us, he's gonna, his head's going to roll. So he sprints, jumps back into the car, puts the handbrake on and... Diverts traffic. Yeah, I love how and, his and, first reaction was just to jump out of the yeah, cars. Fend for yourself, boys. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, so then, then he, we got out, you know, like, and I thought, oh. And then we so so we're walking back, and I, I do not know, you know, how, as I said, we're about ten or ten minutes away or so, and we start walking along the street, and the guy pulls all out. all three of you and him again. Yeah, and the guy pulls out a revolver. You know, like, and he, he starts doing the spy versus spy stuff. Like, <laughs> he's like, the he go around the corner with his gun, gun you know, like, and he goes, and he go, yeah, okay, you guys, it's clear. <laughs> Come on, all the way back to the hotel. And uh, we thought, oh, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't think of things at the time, but uh, when you're in these other countries, and I always say when people, uh, you know, they're lovely places to visit. But they're so they can be so dangerous, mm, yeah. and we didn't know any. Yeah, and yeah. and you think you think everything's uh, you know fine, and you're treating it just like Australia. You know, yeah, you're, well, we're very sheltered the, over here. Yeah, we're in one of the back streaks, so wide. Yeah. You know? 
We're in the car. No, <laughs> no like, there's no way. There's no way in Australia that a wheel's going to fall off a car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. driver's just doing a dive out. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, oh, about those three guys. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't quite make it. Yeah. That's quite normal around these parts. Yeah. You've got nine, you got nine left. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was uh, one of the things that happened um, <laughs> I down love there. That. I love that story. And, and Columbia, uh, a always, wild place. I, I always find that. You know, when you're on, when we're on these type of tours, that it was, it was just excitement. You know, like even stuff like that. What's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah, it was the whole thing. You know, the games were just magnificent. You know, and you're so grateful to play for the green and gold, and the fact that you're getting minutes. Yeah. You know, that's that's just unbelievable. And then all these other experiences that happen. Yeah. You know that you're not expecting. Yeah. That are so amazing as well. You mm, know, breaking the into the forbidden palace. <laughs> and yeah, yeah well, there's lot, lots, lots of uh, lots of stories. You know, there was another one in South America which um, happened when I was with a guy called Tim Morrissey that you've yeah. met, um, and I think Jade played against his daughter. You know, oh, yeah. sort of thing. And we were window shopping. We were next to each other. We're in a t- we were outside a t-shirt shop, and they had all these really crazy slogans on their shirts, and they were so cool. You know, like, <laughs> me and Tim were like into that type of stuff, so we were going to buy some. You know, and I think. You know, and then and anyway, so we're shoulder to shoulder talking about, oh, that one's good. Let's get that. You know, like and this and that. And then um, all of a sudden, Tim's moving away from me in another direction, and I'm moving this way. All right, and we're thinking, what? It's happening, you know. <laughs> there's all these, you know, when we first got there, it was just me and him looking in the window. Now there's um, maybe about, I don't know, about eight old women around us and they're quite uh, solid. Yeah. And they're, they're, using, they're moving Tim away and they've pickpocketed him. Oh, um, my God. And grabbed his wallet. Oh, my and God. I always like used, separating you guys. Yeah, mm. I always used to use mine down the front, you know. Yeah. I never used to put it in my back pocket. He's because, a great traveller. <laughs> And, and anyway, they got his they got his wallet. And anyway, uh, it could have been bad, but this guy, I think he was a British guy, who had a stall there. He's sprinted in and, and, just, and just decked this old lady. <laughs> when I say she's old, maybe she's fifty. You know? <laughs> He's decked her. She's hit the ground, and the wallets fallen out of her All hand. All the wallets? No, just oh, Tim's here. wallet. And the <laughs> guys the guys picked it up and given it to Tim and said, "Here, yeah. here this is yours, I think." And then, <laughs> then he started saying, and, and then we turned around, and you could see a foot of one lady going around that corner. A foot go, they just disappeared as quickly as they appeared. And, yeah, and then, and then and this guy's going. We've had so much trouble that they're really like they're really getting rid of um, a lot of tourism uh, tur- tourists oh. around the area. So that's why he did it. Yeah, and he goes, "I'll probably be in trouble now for yeah. helping you, but I I just can't stand it anymore." You know, like mm. um, did you buy something from his store? No, we got... Um, got the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> we thought, no, let's get, yeah, let's get back, uh, back to safety, you know. <laughs> These old women. Can, <laughs> can you wouldn't think it, would you? We, yeah. An old 45-year-old woman, but they're probably as tough as nails. You yeah. Know, like, it's so. like how they train the kids and the monkeys and stuff to do that. See, and to be able to move it. us apart like that so yeah. quickly. Yeah. Like, that you didn't even know t- the people Tim's were there. Tim's like 6'5", you know, mm. and a big guy, and I'm 6'8", yeah. big guy, and they just did it easily, you know, so... <laughs> Tim, what's going on? (laughs) Oh my god, they've got us! That's hilarious. Oh, Oh, you've got some great stories. You tell a great story too. Stories. 
Uh, we promised you guys he's got some good stories, and I think he delivered. That was he sure awesome. did. That was so fun. We need to do a part. Did you two. have fun? Yeah, well, I I don't mind thinking back on those days. Yeah, you know, like it's good. Yeah, we had there was like so many good times. Um, so thinking back and reliving it, yeah, it's good. Yeah, as I said, I really enjoyed the fun part of the sport, both on and off the court. Yeah, and um, you know the Chinese experience that was such a you know real culture shock to me to mm. to. To be over in China at that time, I, I hadn't. The only experience I'd had of China is uh, Chinatown in Sydney. Really, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that was so to be in their country and respecting all their ways and stuff was it was yeah. kind of special. Just mm-hmm. a boy from the Northern Beaches, and you got to travel the whole world because you were good at a sport, yeah. good at yeah. all Amazing. sports, apparently. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I I don't know. I I think. You know, with the basketball one, I think being in the right place at the right time has a lot to do with That's it. That's definitely was. all. <laughs> You're not it's talented in the slightest. The right and you were born right tall, time. so I guess that kind of goes into yeah. it too. I've got one last question to finish this up. Oh, my God. Are we, are we two girls one minding right now? I don't know. Are you going to listen? Listen to this episode? <laughs> are you going to listen to this now episode? Now that you're on it. Will you listen to it? He uh, hasn't listened to one episode, guys. We have, but we've got a couple of weeks holiday here, so I might be able. I said to you, I might be able to get some in. Get you know, stuck in up here, but it's been kind of busy holiday so yeah. far. <laughs> we've had Jade and her kids up here with us, and it def- it hasn't been our usual um, chill holiday. <laughs> I'm loving loud. it because I don't get it's to so see them fun, as much, yeah. but it's definitely. I've never been more tired in my life, <laughs> but it's so fun. <laughs> it's a it's an in- introduction into motherhood. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Dad's reliving it all. <laughs> yeah, oh, so he's a great. He's a so great couple. So I haven't had time to listen to any podcasts so far, but it doesn't mean to say that I. There's hope, guys. There's yeah. hope. We'll report yes. back if he listens to this episode. <laughs> Next episode, you'll you'll find out. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Dad. We really appreciate it. We thanks, kind of sprung Dad. this on you. We did. We forced it. It was the only it. way to do it. We couldn't. We had to go in and just be like, okay, you're recording with us. Can we do it? You this have way? no other option. Yeah. That's what he said. As he's getting ready, he's like, I feel like I've got no, no option here. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. Thanks, Pablito. Oh, you want the, the teacup as well? Yeah. The teacup. Involve all of Thanks, the Thanks, Dad. We love you. See you next week, guys. Bye. Good to be back.